0: Soldiers of Christ, arise and, rise and on. Hello and welcome to the Chowchilla Church of Christ podcast. We are delighted and excited to bring to you God's word, the preaching and the teaching of it. We want to start out always by talking to the Heavenly Father through Jesus Christ. And we always ask that you join us in prayer. Lord, we come to you this day asking that you first of all hear us because of who Jesus is. Thank you for watching over us yesterday up to today. The things that you protected us from, the things that you brought us from, the things that you are still giving us direction in and causing us to be in selection of. We ask always for your guidance. We pray for the listening audiences that they will, along with us, Sit at your feet, listen to your word, learn what you want us to learn so we can do what you want us to do so we can be who you want us to be. We give you all praise as we study your word in Jesus name. Amen, amen, and amen. We have a new theme for the month of February. That theme is getting to know Jesus Christ. Getting to know Jesus Christ. Some people may ask the question, why would I wanna know Jesus Christ? That's a fair question. My answer would be, if you ask me, because he is the savior of the world. There's this scripture in Matthew chapter one and verse 21. And here's what it says. And his name will be called Jesus because he will save everyone on this planet from their sins. Sins are mistakes. Sins are shortcomings. Sins are hiccups. Sins are bad deeds. Sins are things that cause us to be out of relationship or our relationships with the Lord interfered, interrupted, disturbed, chaotic. Jesus came to this wicked world, with the wrongs in this wicked world to save us from our sins. So getting to know Jesus on our theme is very important because the Bible teaches us in Romans chapter three and verse 23, for all of us have sinned and fallen short of the glory of God. Therefore, since all of us have sinned, all of us need a savior. All of us having sinned All of us need a savior so all of us can be saved. It makes sense to me. I hope it makes sense to you. Thank you for listening to that. There's a story. A farmer stood leaning on a fence at the edge of his property. He watched as a red sports car came over the top of the hill and followed the road up to the spot where he stood. The driver pulled over to the side of the road and called out to the farmer, Do you know how to get to Route 91? The driver asked. The farmer thought for a few seconds, then he said, nope. Do you know where the nearest turnpike entrance is? The driver asked. Nope, the farmer replied. How about the town of Hadley? Do you know which direction it is from here? Nope. Exasperated, the driver raced his engine. You don't know very much, do you? He said, nope, the farmer replied. But one thing I do know, I'm not lost. Today, what we want to talk to you about is when you are lost and don't know it. You know, a lot of people are lost and they don't know they're lost. Now we're not talking about your and my being lost in terms of our directions in taking a trip, and your mind, not knowing exactly what to do in life as far as material, physical, tangibles. We're talking about our being lost and not having Jesus Christ. This is what we're talking about. And would you be so kind to turn with me if you have your copy of God's word, the Bible, to the Gospel of Luke chapter 15. And in Luke chapter 15, there are three things that are lost. In the first instance, there is a lost sheep. In the second instance, there is a lost coin. In the third instance, there is a lost young man. And interestingly enough, as we go through the Gospel of Luke, and this particular story covers the entire chapter of 32 verses, we see that there are two different groups of people. At the beginning in Luke 15 and verse one, the Bible says, then drew near unto him all the publicans and sinners for to hear him. Remember, we said that all of us have sinned, therefore we've fallen short of God's glory and his grace and we need the savior so we can be saved. So there came near to Jesus Jesus, publicans who are tax collectors and sinners to hear him. And we want you to observe and notice that it is these tax collectors, the members of the IRS today who then and even now, uh, there's some disgruntled feelings about tax season coming up, by the way. And these tax collectors and sinners, the word says that they get near, they come near, they draw near to hear him, but contrasting verse one in Luke 15 is verse two, and the Pharisees and scribes murmured saying, this man receives sinners and eats with them, I find it remarkable that the hated people of Jesus' day and the people that were the worst considered in society come near to hear him. I find it astounding and astonishing that the Pharisees who were strict keepers of Judaism and the scribes who copied the laws of Moses were complaining about them. It would seem to me that the religious people would come close and that the Sinful people would stay away. Isn't it interesting how that is placed at the beginning of the story? So we have these two groups. The one that is so far away that by virtue of being hated and ungodly, come close. The ones that are already religious, who think they're close, they're far away. Now... We want to make sure that you understand there are three things that are lost in this story. We're going to pick up particularly one of them, but we're going to talk about all three. We want to go right to verse 8 and cover verses 8 to 10. This is about the coin that's lost. Jesus asks a question in verse number 8. Either what woman having 10 pieces of silver, if she lose one piece, does not light a candle and sweep the house and look or seek diligently till she finds it. Verse nine. And when she has found it, she calls her friends and her neighbors together, saying, rejoice with me, for I have found the piece of coin which I lost. Verse 10, likewise, in this same way, I say unto you, there is joy in the presence of the angels of God over one sinner that repenteth. Repentance meaning changes his or her mind about being lost. Now, if you notice specifically, as we already mentioned, that this woman, she is... Loss in the sense not her, but her coin she lost. And we want to say right now in this Bible passage that what is being represented is God, Christ, Holy Spirit. For instance, uh, in verse number eight, the coin is lost because of the fact. It was dropped off. We see that in verse number 13, the son is lost because he took off. And we see in verse number four, the lost sheep is lost because the sheep wandered off. Well, in all three cases, when you're lost, you don't know where you are. And sometimes you don't know, in many cases, what to do. And in 1 John chapter 5 and verse 7, it says, For there are three that bear record in heaven, the Father, the Word, and the Holy Spirit, and these three are one. So therefore, Jesus in this passage is showing the totality of his love for those who are his children as well as those who are lost. Now, This is interesting to me because this woman, the Bible says between verses 8 and 10, verse 8 focusing, it says that she lights the candle because she's lost the one coin and when she lights the candle because they didn't have the modernized technology that we have back then, she actually is searching diligently for that coin. We do not know if she had to pay her light bill or candle bill or whatever obligations she may have had that were pressing pending, but she makes a diligent search. She makes a desperate search. And she's in dire straits because she has to find this coin that's lost. This is a representation of you and I being that coin and the Lord in the presence of the representation of the woman searching for you and I. There's a scripture that backs it up. It's four chapters forward in Luke chapter 19, verse 10. It says, for even the son of man came to seek and to look for diligently those who are lost. Did you not know when you and I are lost, we don't know where we are. When you and I are lost, we don't know where we are going. And when you and I are lost, we don't even know what to do. Now, there's another point here. It says in verse 8, the latter part, she searches diligently until she finds it. Notice it did not say if, maybe, perhaps, but until. She finds the coin. Now, that's the way that the Savior looks for the sinner. That's the way that you and I who are lost, we are found. That is exactly the way that you and I get saved because we are being sought after. The good Lord is seeking. He's looking for us with diligence, with determination, with drive. To bring us away from our sins and to salvation. Another point, if we can compare and bring it in right now. This reminds me in the Luke 15 verses 8 to 10 story about the woman who lost the coin. And we're going to see the story climax here in just a few moments. But may I bring in a comparison? Judas betrayed Christ for 30 pieces of silver. Equally, according to the calculations, about $324.60. Assuming that 30 pieces of silver, according to Thayer's Greek lexicon, would be about 15 troy ounces back then and, and such. Well, that doesn't sound like a very great amount of money, but back then it really was. Why do I mention that? Because people put value sometimes on things more than they do a person's soul. Now, Jesus says in Matthew 16, 26, what will it profit a person if they gain the whole world and lose their own soul? Now, Here's the rest of the story. In verse nine, Luke 15, back there, it says, from the diligent search, she found the coin. She kept looking, kept searching, kept seeking, and she found the coin. Notice what she does. She calls her friends. She calls her neighbors together. And she says, I wanna share With you that I found my coin that was lost and I want you to rejoice with me that I found it. Now what Jesus does at verse 10 is what you and I want to focus on. Likewise, just like the woman made the diligent search, likewise. Just like the woman kept on searching, likewise. Just like the woman kept on seeking until She found a coin. He says, likewise, in the same way, I say to you, there is joy in the presence of the angels of God over one sinner that repents. Today, right now, do you want to have the joy of the Lord? Do you want to make the angels of God in heaven rejoice? Do you want to make God rejoice Jesus Christ, the son, rejoice in heaven. Then all you have to do, all we have to do is repent. Melvin, what does that mean? It means change our minds about the fact of thinking we're okay if we search our souls deeply, diligently, with determination like the woman was searching for the coin. We may discover, if we are willing to admit it, that we're lost. And when you're lost, you really don't know it. When you're lost, sometimes you don't show it. Sometimes you hide it because you and I don't want anybody to know that we're lost. But you don't have to be today. You can change all of that by coming to Jesus, believing that he is the son of God, changing your mind about doing wrong things, acknowledging his lordship in your life. I believe Jesus Christ is the son of God. That's the statement. And then being born again through baptism to get your past sins washed away. The Lord, what he would do then for you is declare that you are saved now and safe and not lost. If that is your desire, we may assist you in any way we can to fulfill that desire of completing your salvation. With that being said, we're gonna close out in prayer. Father, we thank you again that you gave us this lesson. How that we can get to know Jesus Christ, who is our savior. Though we are lost in our sins, we need to be saved. And we pray not only for those who do not and have not gotten to know you through Jesus Christ, but we pray for ourselves that we can get closer to him And we pray for those who have left him that they will come back. We ask all these favors and blessings in his name. Amen, amen, and amen. If you are in the area of Chowchilla, California, uh, our worship service begins tomorrow at 10 o'clock a.m. Our Bible study Sunday school begins at 9 o'clock a.m. Our midweek service Wednesday Bible study is at 6 o'clock p.m. You can attend any of those services. We are located at 701 Trinity Avenue, Chowchilla, California. And ladies and gentlemen, if you would like to call us or ask any questions or you can email us, the email address is Christ at gmail.com. In the meanwhile, we thank you for listening and may God bless you really good. the strength of, Jesus, the strength of Jesus, trust, Jesus, trust. Who in the strength of Jesus trust is more, more than conquer. That's